Hello, and welcome back to New Recording. I'm your host, Pola. Today on the show, we have a very special guest, Aneska, aka TT Bars, T, Tam, Tamara. She goes by many names, um, and that is sort of indicative of how many hats she also wears as a singer, rapper, musician, producer, comedian. She kind of does it all. Um, Miss Funny Girl herself has been releasing some really sick music, um, doing drops every week. I also had the privilege of seeing her perform live, and it was an all-around amazing time. So make sure to check her out and keep listening to hear us talk all about her writing process, um, to hear her give me a much-needed pep talk on Ignoring the Haters, and for some fun and funny times. Thank you to Scope of Work for supporting this show, and thank you for listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to New Recording. Uh, I'm here today with a very, very special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, hi, I'm TT. 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 Note that the second T is uppercase, everyone. Wow, thank you so much for doing that. I'm really interested. Is that just like a stylistic thing or like... Absolutely. Just for fun? I just wanted to be specific. Yeah. I don't even know. Right, right, right. I, I relate to that heavy because people are constantly fucking up my name. Really? Yeah, the spelling, the pronunciation. It's so simple, literally four letters, but people can't seem to get it right sometimes. That's kind of ridiculous. I know, I know. Um, welcome, TT. I I want to get into a little bit more about like who you are. Like, How would you describe or like identify yourself? Um... I would describe myself as, you know, that that bitch. That first, person, and foremost, first and foremost. Yes. Um, I'm a rapper. I guess singer too. Like I'm a musician. I am from New York originally. You already know. Yeah. I um, know that. Let the people know. <laughs> the, I'm I'm born and raised New Yorker. Originating from Queens and then Long Island. Okay, and now Queens I, first. I love that. Ca- I love first. that caveat. I was about to interject and be like, okay, if I've had to admit <laughs> that I'm from New York, but I'm from Long Island, yeah. um, you should own up to it too. But you're actually you're actually a New Yorker. Where in Queens? So I was born in Jamaica, Queens. Oh wow! Yeah. And when did you? When? How long were you there for? See, this is the embarrassing part because then you're like, no, you were raised in Long Island. <laughs> I don't mean to put you on blast. I just, as a fellow Long Islander, I like to call it out. No, I feel that. I moved in the first grade. Oh, okay. midway through the first grade. Do you have, like, any early memories of um, Queens? Yes. Um, I went to a school that I think is closed down now, an elementary school. I feel like my early memories were in the courtyard before we went to school. We used to have, like, genuine, like, twerk and wine offs like me oh and like God. other little girls in pre-k in like, pre-k because it was very caribbean young. St- like literally i would practice i remember vividly my sister's hello kitty boom box oh and God. i'd play some cd and i'd be there, like <laughs> ready to go to school up the block oh my it, God. yeah it was ridiculous that's really fun that's really sweet that seems like a really happy childhood memory yeah uh one fun one say it i didn't know i was moving Long Island. They blindsided you with a move to Long Island. They were like, "That's cruel." Last day. That's cruel. Um. So then I acted an absolute fool, and I I had a like I threw food like I was in a lot of trouble. Oh my god! Um, And then I just moved. (laughs) 
Wow, it, it's like the move was the punishment almost for Absolutely. for throwing the tantrum. Wow, so born in Queens, grew up on Long Island, my fellow Long Island. You know, th- that's fine. Well, Queens is technically on Long Island. That's what they say. It's but like Brooklyn is too part. Yeah, technically Long the the fucking clutches of Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> we never escape it. Um, well, thank you for being willing to spend some of your time off, summer vacation here with me. In the studio. Um, I'm so happy to have you. I know it's been a while since we've connected, but I'm glad that you you, you came around and did this with me. I wanted to ask, too, just about how you're feeling today. Like, what kind of zone, mood, vibe are you in? I'm in a pretty good vibe today, I'd say. I I was watching, I watch Criminal Minds, like, so much. Are you, like, a true crime person? Honestly, I feel like Criminal Minds has made me that kind of... Because I did watch it growing up. My mom liked watching Dateline and stuff. Mm. But, like, mid... Maybe, like, early pandemic, I started binging it. Yeah. I used to watch it a lot when I was in high school. Yeah. I'm late yeah. to the game. No, 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 no. Not like <laughs> that. Just in the sense of, like, we didn't have that many channels. So, I like, Criminal Minds was on. It's really... It can be really addicting. It's literally... I'll sit and I'll watch... 10 episodes like i will they're long too those are like at least an hour yeah wow love them that's what the commercials yeah i really like that show it feels very character driven to me like all all the characters are so like lovable even though you know they switch up like the murder aspect of it entire bau is hot yeah truly truly every single one of them that kind of stuff doesn't like like scare you at or like give you nightmares or anything like that so i honestly was a scaredy cat growing up Mm -hmm. like just I say growing up until college, like it, with scaredy cat in the sense of like, like you get startled easily or like you have like you think bad things are gonna happen. Kind of all of the above. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't, I didn't like thrillers or scary movies. I never haunted houses. None of that. Like the first, I think I watched like a few scary films on purpose, but like. I think Get Out was like the first time I was like, Wait, I'm going what? to the theater. Wait, to watch back it. up. Didn't you not go to film school, damn? <laughs> and you're telling me you never watched a scary movie? <laughs> I'm sorry, TT. I oh. revealed your true identity. Oh, I no, just that was a very knows. skirt moment for me. I was like, wait a minute, what? See, you just skipped over the whole genre. Film school. <laughs> I I often fell asleep during those classes. Like, I don't know. Like, I Slept think about the it, movies. I there was like a class freshman year of film school, where it was like from six o'clock to ten o'clock, and yeah. we just watched films. And I slept, like, almost every single one of that class. Oh my god! There wasn't a single one that caught your attention. Like, I can remember. There was one about a window. There was one where they were looking. I'm so I'm so sorry to that film school. You're like my education, that's crazy because you're like wildly successful now I, in the industry. Mm, mm, I wouldn't say wildly successful. That's my that's my humble. Well, opinion. I appreciate that. Humbly, I'll take <laughs> knowing what Thank I you. know. Um, okay, that's fun. Um, but but let's get into it a little bit. I'm interested to hear in like based on my my many emails and messages to you begging you to come on the show <laughs> what your understanding is of what we're here to do today okay i hope i'm not wrong i don't like being wrong it's like it's open to interpretation really okay. 
So I think we're chatting it up. <laughs> first, first. First. Yeah, we're catching up. This we're is just for this. We're just hanging out. Honestly, we're a key, key, key. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to listen to the voice note I sent you. Mm-hmm. Voice memo. Yes. And maybe talk about that. Yeah. Okay. That's that's actually like I, I really like the way you boiled it down. Okay. It's nothing more, nothing less. Have you used voice memos a lot? Like, I know that you are an artist and like a musician, so it feels like a very natural like um, tool for you to use. But have you used it at all outside of that, or like for other things? Just like how how do you use that? Honestly, I was never someone to use the voice note app until I started using it a lot more when I started doing music more. Mm-hmm. But I, like, during when I was in film school and, like, making shorts and all that stuff, I was just so creative. And I still am. Yeah, don't say was. What the hell? Okay, <laughs> um, no, yeah, just be, I, I'll hear something or I'll hear a conversation where I'd be, like, with my family at their church. And I'd literally just be, like, it's giving Kanye West vibes. I'll just, like, I would just start recording random shit. And, yeah, and... What, okay, so, like, what is a moment that you're, like, experiencing that makes you feel like, okay, I I need to record this? Like, what do you kind of, like, look for or what, what like, triggers that in you? Wow, that's a good question. I I feel like if I... I don't know how to explain it. If I feel like I'm making a memory. Yeah. Like... Like, if, if you're ever, like, somewhere and, like, if you're at a concert or a festival and you're like, wow, I'm, like, I'm going to remember this. Yeah. Or you want to take a picture. Like, sometimes I'll just record. Like, I'll even record, like, I feel, I feel like says inspired the nation. But, like, family and, like, people speaking. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like. <laughs> she did, actually. <laughs> she really did. And I'm, I'm like, that's something that wasn't always available like yeah. just easily recording your voice mm-hmm. and I find it interesting so yeah like, I definitely relate like family is like one of the main things that I record and actually would started like me getting into voice memos wow. I think they're really like I don't know it's like a ve- it's like an updated version of like a photo album of some kind yes except for like I feel like it can bring you closer to those people in a way totally. have you ever incorporated any of those non like writing driven voice memos in your music or like wanted to do that like ala ala <laughs> um definitely yes i have i started working on different projects with different voice memos but one thing that i actually have like started I'm sure I'll release it one day or sometime soon. Okay, sneak peek <laughs> on here. Exclusive to this podcast. <laughs> it's actually uh, audio from a Snapchat video. Mm. From literally, my niece is now nine. But I think she was like four or five. And you remember when Snapchat had that face swap thing? Like yes. Was popular? So, or not the face swap, when you could put someone's picture on your face. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so my sister had my niece, Danny recording with my face, mm-hmm. and the video she recorded was, like, she went, I'm Tamara, and I love it. <laughs> Which I honestly, it was, like, very, it made me feel so special because I'm, like, this child sees me, and she's, like, hmm, one thing about 
Tamara is that she loves it. Oh she my loves God. being Yeah. And then also my hair, it was the first time I cut my hair short. And the ending of it was I'm a girl and Tamara has short hair. Oh my god. So I incorporated that in a song. Wait, Not I love memo. that. Okay. I feel like it's a whole other genre of sampling children's voices specifically <laughs> in yeah. music. Like what am I thinking of? Ultralight Beam, for example. Yeah. Or like I know like Blue Ivy obviously has a career of her Ivy. own. Yes, um, that's so that's so that's so sweet. I feel like it, it it makes it so much more special. It made sense to me, and one of the reasons why I was like, I need to get you on the show is because I thought you I had an inkling you might use voice memos, and it's because. <laughs> It's the very same reason why I was like, I need to have a podcast. You have a hot voice. So I'm like, <laughs> of course, of course. This is a very natural, um, this is a very natural uh, guest to have on. <laughs> it's funny you say that because I was like, You're like I, I get that all the time. Like, I, I was like, mm-hmm, taking my little notes. I was like, should I mention that? Yes. One of the reasons I started music because everyone was like, your voice is kind of hot. Yeah. Use it. Use it. The voice is a tool. And I'm like, Honestly. that's that's what I say all the time. And. I, I don't even want to think about listening back to all the episodes I've recorded in which I say the very same thing. But I've always felt more most comfortable expressing myself with my voice. Not necessarily, like, in a musical way. Like, I like music and, like, I think singing is fun. But I feel like can I can best... Well? Thank you. <laughs> Let them know. Yeah, I can sing now. Um, <laughs> it's, it's something that, I don't know, I feel like so many people are very vocally talented like that's why I think of it more for fun but when you when you talk about like rapping and singing like how do those two things interact with each other and like do you have a preference do they kind of like blend together honestly I I feel like it often does blend or I'm trying to make it blend more um something I've run into with making music is that I'll have some songs where I just am monotone rapping Mm -hmm. um and then I'll have another song where it's kind of like sing songy the whole time, which people like Doja Cat like yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for some reason, I I need to self assess like what sounds best. But I just like I, I like both. I like my um, singing voice. I wouldn't say I'm like Whitney Houston though. I'm partially named after her. But <laughs> my middle name is. Whitney. Oh, but I thought my, it was Nicole. What the hell? No, so my first name is Tamara hyphen Nicole. Oh, long name vibes. Damn. Yeah. Okay, they gave you two. Me. They couldn't decide. They were like, "Let's give <laughs> her two couldn't. names." Honestly, sometimes I'm I'm so many people. Yeah. I made up like so. Like who names. will I be today? Exactly. My identity. Oh, that's really really sweet though. That she's like you know, she's called in whenever people are um, naming you. <laughs> Thank She's you. such an icon. Such Honestly, an icon. I've, I've always felt very connected to her. Because ever since I was really little, she was very popular like, yeah. when I was little. And in general, she always has been. But I always would just hear her name, and they'd be like, you are named after her. Oh, so my I'd God. I'd be like, I'm a star. <laughs> Wait, it <laughs> like, all I makes sense. I thought I was related to her almost. <laughs> I was like, you guys aren't named. Mind you, I'm also named after my aunt. Her name's oh. Nicole. Oh, but okay. the Whitney, I was like, I'm named yeah, after Yeah, Aunt Nicole like, and Aunt Whitney. I'm her namesake essentially exactly well she's yours but did did your parents play her a lot or what kind of music did they play in the house um actually they're one of her songs is their like love song song. i'm struggling to remember 
I honestly don't know that many Whitney Houston songs. Oh my gosh, I need to put you on. Yeah, thank you, please. Literally, wow, I wish I could, it's not greatest love of all, it's like a deep. I will always love you. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, But they played a lot of Whitney and like Jackson 5, a lot of. ABBA. Oh my god. And then, <laughs> That's so cool. My mom loved ABBA too. Yeah. And then a lot of Caribbean, like reggae, old yeah. school reggae songs, barbecue music, all of that. Nice, nice. It's really going to haunt me that I can't remember the Whitney song. Because I heard it in an Uber the other day. And I was like, that's the song I always forget. Maybe it'll come to you by the time we circle and if back. If it does, you're going to hear it. Okay, I'm, yeah. No, I will literally play it. Um, <laughs> So what exactly are we going to be listening to today in terms of your voice memo? Okay, so if I remember correctly, and due to anxiety, my mind says that I sent you an entirely different voice note. Oh, no. But I know it's not true. Okay. Wait, I'm kind of curious to which ones you didn't want to send. I went through a lot. There's a lot of... Okay, wait a minute. I was like, she she could have sent some options to, to to be clear. Tam originally sent a voice note that was kind of boring. I was like, <laughs> um, what? because I was like, um, <laughs> no, was it's like, a it's a hard thing to I'm it's a vulnerable a, thing. That's like the point. I was about to say that I'm a Capricorn, so yeah. I was like, what is the? How are we gonna have a conversation about that? It was some birds chirping. I was like, okay, I guess we could talk about your church of Puerto Rico. I also didn't know exactly. Like, yeah, what the combo would be. So, I'm like, mm, maybe she just wants some sound. No, a safe option. No, no, I should have asked for <laughs> I multiple chose options. The safest option. I was gonna send you a few, but then when I listened to the one I did send you, I was like, it's kind of interesting to talk about because I hadn't revisited it's mm-hmm. for the for the listeners. It's a recording that is me kind of rapping the first verse or so and like mumble rapping the rest of it and kind of finding a flow for the only song that I've released, Funny Girl. Mm, Funny Girl, now on Spotify. (laughs) Um, Yeah, stream it. Um, Yeah, and it's the first take. What I did is I believe I paused it during and then I re-recorded on the same track. So the first take is like a lot less fleshed out and the second take has like more of what's in the song, but also... Like, to listen to it now that I've written the song, like, the song and all that stuff and recorded it, it's interesting because there were flows there that I'll listen to now and I'm like, I, I, I wish I did that flow. I like yeah. that flow. <laughs> I'm out on the road, I'm at it again. I'm out of control, I'm out of a friend. You made it to bed, and now you're sleeping in it. We're sick of the lies, we're sick in the head, we're switching the death, but now I'm good. Nigga, saving my breath, saving my breath, eating it too. I said a word, writing it down and reading it too. I'm like a bird flying around, can be in it. I think it's funny, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm running, 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 I think it's kind of funny. 
Can you talk about the moment you decided you like wanted to do music with intention? Because you talked a little bit about like, um, you know, your creative output in college, like doing shorts and things. And like, I'm interested to hear more about like how those two things interact or like how you decided like this is something that, okay, intentionally, like I want to like put put effort into this and, and do it for real. Yeah, I I'd say the way they interact with what I did in college was that I worked on a lot of short form things. Like I liked doing music video things and like um, dance video ideas. I've also always liked dance and choreography and mm-hmm. how it's used in like music videos. Um, I to to back it up way back. I started. I've always been very musical. Mm-hmm. I've sung when I was little. I play violin. Really? I didn't know life. that. No. Do you <laughs> still? Nobody knows. Yeah. Oh I, I feel like it's like riding a bike. But I, yeah, I played violin and Do you very do strings well. for your music? <laughs> I'm just going to giggle. Oh, I'll wait. plead the fifth. What the hell? Okay. I respect I'm, it. I respect I'm, it. I'm working on some stuff. Yeah, of course. And it's been nice to like work with my violin again. Yeah. After so long not doing that um yeah so I started doing music and then for some reason they were like pick a college major and figure out what you want to do and I was like film I guess I had nothing to do with film I never liked watching films (laughs) I just kind of wanted to direct direct and like create content yeah um so I don't regret doing that I like I like that I know how to produce music videos and things like that and Current, I, I work in short form production for Nickelodeon. And <laughs> shout out <laughs> the boss, the overlords. Shout out my boss, SpongeBob. Um, <laughs> Stop. So I work on a lot of like promos and like short form things, and I kind of it made me want to do that for myself. Yeah. Like I, I, I was like, this is. It's interesting, but, like, I miss the creative nature of actually coming up with the ideas and doing that stuff. Yeah. But... Having, like, autonomy. Because creativity is so precious, right? It's, like, more, like, your time and, like, your own creative ideas and output to, like, be using that for someone else. Then you feel like... it's, it's It's not that it's not, like, it runs out, but, like, you get tired and, like... I don't know. I I really relate to that a lot, too. That's part of the reason why I left my old job was because I felt like I was using all my creative energy towards something that ultimately wasn't mine. And I needed more, like, separation between, you know, what, how I got my paycheck and, like, how I expressed myself. I feel, see, the thing for me is that my job's not really creative at all. Oh, it's It's very straightforward, like, producing and, like, production, which I didn't I avoided during college though I did it in college a lot. Yeah. Um so I feel like it's kind of I feel like I'm feeling what you were feeling but almost in an opposite way in which I'm like all of my energy, physical energy and like mental energy is going into doing these projects and like keeping up with all of that stuff. And I had no energy left to be creative, to do things. Yeah. Um 
which I've learned to balance it thus far. I guess being bored of not doing anything creative in my job yeah. made me look to do something outside of work. And in college, it's it's it was different because it was more collaborative. I was in classes. I was given prompts and stuff. But just in my everyday work, it's kind of like, what do I want to create? What do I want to do? And I always fell back to music. Yeah, I think also people telling me that I have the voice. Like, I'd be stopped on the train talking to a friend. They'd be like, do you like singing? And I'm like, what's it to you? Oh, my God. So I Star I, power. I felt like it was the universe giving me many signs. And then genuinely, I it sounds cliche, but I literally just picked up a pen. Like, wow. I wrote, <laughs> when did you write your first song? So I wrote, I think my first, like, freestyle rap song was, like, it's it was to a random beat and I wish I could find it. I never recorded it, but I wrote it. And it was like about Kim Possible. Oh my god. <laughs> like for and no like sorry Jack Harlow, I made that she no line first. <laughs> and Wow, wait, it was did you really actually good. copyright. Copyright. He owes you money. He honestly owes me money. <laughs> Kisses, whatever. Oh wow. Do we have a stand in the house? No. Jack No? <laughs> <laughs> let's 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 cut that actually. <laughs> Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, okay, so then you're here. I'm going to do music um, and started writing. Where in the timeline did Funny Girl come after that? Like almost literally, yeah, like about a year after I wrote my first rap that I was like, I would share this with other people, um, which was March 20. March or February 2020, I was on a plane back from a job, a work thing, and just wrote this freestyle while listening to Michael Jackson's Butterflies. Mm. Like, it was his lyrics, and then I was just, like, writing them while listening to it. It was really fun. To, it was very interesting. Yeah. Good feeling. Wait, so where did this beat come from? The beat? For Funny Girl. Um, This was, it was produced by producer Foremost. And I got the beat on BeatStars. It's like an app where producers share beats with oh. artists and stuff. It's pretty, pretty cool. I will say that as of late, I'm now working on producing my own stuff. That's a whole other thing, too. Like, writing is one thing, but, like, producing music is, like, such an expansive craft in itself. But you're saying, like, you want to do both for your music? Yeah, I want to at least try it. Like, I'm not... I'm not going to be hung up on it because I feel like in starting doing music, it took me a long time to really make anything that I wanted to share because I was so hung up on trying to produce beats. Yeah. And I was just kind of wasting all of this energy as opposed to just doing, just working. There's sounds out there. People make music with free beats. Yeah, all the music like, is a very collaborative art form. Yeah. It's a producer. It's a writer. It's like the performer the mixer, the fucking all distributor. That. Yeah. To be doing that all by yourself is like a feat. You can't work in a bubble. Uh, no. You have to like put yourself out there, which was difficult. But I feel like you're you're so good at that. I want to talk about that too. But before we do, uh, I don't want to go full genius interview on you, <laughs> but I am interested in hearing yeah, what well, inspired you to write the song. Um, or like how, how would you describe what it's about? So it is about I, I feel like the song itself gives me the feeling of like freedom or like a new phase in my life honestly it 
isn't a I it's about me releasing old things like as you know I'm you know I'm on the market (laughs) not not to make this a genius interview but I'm out on the road I'm at it again single single you know and I was just kind of reflecting on like that whole situation like past relationships and all of that and what it was like to be the true like independent person and like pass all of the pain and um yeah pass all of the bullshit of like my last relationship um and I started writing funny girl I was like listening to random beats I heard that beat and I kind of just was kind of like like the line I'm out on the road I'm at it again I just thought it was funny because I'm like I'm on the streets (laughs) I'm for the streets now I'm single (laughs) see I'm so glad I asked because I would never (laughs) put that together yeah and then the rest of the song just kind of flowed into like what I'm up to right reference swimming which I've been doing for the last like all this year really where um a pool and like at a sports club Brooklyn sports club and oh yes nice. nice wow Which, yeah it's all kind of like i feel like all these aspects uh music swimming just spending time with like my sister my loved ones all that came together and then in march or around the end of march genuinely from the time i wrote the song to releasing the song was probably at most a week like, wow. It just kind of came to me, I Whoa. would say. So, like, writing the song, it took, like, a day. Like, it just happened. And then recording it, mixing it, I was just, that was the first time I mixed anything. And I recorded it myself, so it was just kind of, like. What was the record- recording process? Do you, like, <laughs> did you have a mic? Like yeah, I used my little Scarlet Focus, right? Nice. Um, yeah. And I had, yeah, I was just in my room recording and recording into pro tools and trying to How did to you make- get people around you to shut the fuck up in this noisy <laughs> ass city? Cause I've tried before I started coming here. Like I had like a, what did I use? A blue Yeti, which I think these oh, mics yeah. are, but I could never, it was always like so too loud around me to record. So I was like, I have to come to this fucking place with these things. Honestly, I feel this mood because, um, <laughs> my last apartment, I was in the, in a basement room. So it Wait, the basement? You didn't see my TikTok fame? <laughs> I was about to say. What's <laughs> it like? Next top. question. What's it like being TikTok famous? Honestly, it's it's a little stressful. People, <laughs> the people, pressures. People see me out in the rain. They're like, "Wait a minute! Don't they I do know a double you take? from a flood?" <laughs> like, did you move yet? Wait, the adult swim one, bro. Honestly, you came back with a vengeance. <laughs> I was like, if I'm gonna, and that was. Maybe a week or two weeks before I moved out of that apartment. Yeah, also, like, sorry about your basement. That fucking sucks. That, that, wait, have that I hate to, to say have your this. your basement flooded twice? Okay, but... So, no, don't tell have me. Been a, oh, my God. It could have been a third time. Our <gasps> lease is up in September. Uh-huh. But me and one of my roommates, we moved at the top of August. Our My room flooded oh my from God. this last... Um, from Henri. So... <laughs> It could have been a third viral TikTok, but, you know. The price we pay. The price we pay. I, I was like, should I go back? No, should God. Go back that sounds fucking... Out? How did you even deal with that? Did all your shit... Oh, uh, the third time? Well, the first two times. So... To be f- clear, her basement <laughs> flooded twice, and then she posted on TikTok and it went viral. I don't know if you guys remember the Adult Swim trend, 
from way back when because these are all coming out like yeah (laughs) yes some vocals (laughs) um anyway how did you ended up like honestly the first time was way worse than the second time and luckily like at the beginning of my lease and towards the end of it so um our landlord suit like the management they're just very nice like they're very great they reimbursed for anything that was damaged which when I first moved I had a lot of stuff just like on the ground oh so also my mattress was under like the window so like my bed so the first one it just poured into my bed oh my god and my laptops were on the oh bed. my like, it was, god it was a lot that's awful um but they came like that night and they were like getting this water out they brought an air purifier so like that was very very like it was it wasn't I just had to wait for a new mattress. Yeah. Uh, and I had to throw out a bunch of my stuff. But the second time, they also came back to help, but it wasn't as loaded. So it was really just me trying to get my rock band for we up off the ground and <laughs> throw all this stuff away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, lost a few towels to that second one. <laughs> Rest, in peace. Rest in peace. That fucking sucks. <laughs> you, I understand why you moved, among other reasons. Yeah, you know. But was it worth it? For the TikToks. It honestly I'm like, what TikToks <laughs> Uh yeah, you better you better keep riding that wave. Um <laughs> No pun intended. I intend the pun. Uh it feels like a, so back to funny girl. Oh wait, 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 yeah. I wanted to talk about too, like, you're a really funny person. So <laughs> that's a part of it. Th- okay, I was gonna say, like, is that like part of your like identity or like how did, how has that impacted your life journey so far? Or how does that even find its way into your music? That I that's a very good question. I sometimes I doubt how funny I am, like or that I'm funny at all. And then my friends will be sitting around and they're just like reading a tweet and they're like, You already tweeted this. <laughs> Why is it viral? Oh this my is God. how you talk and like everyone's lying all of a sudden. I've I've been lying for fun as long as I can. Oh my remember. god, wait, you do lie for fun. <laughs> for no which is hilarious reason. to me. I, but, lying is very fun. I feel like I've, it. it's the best. It's telling a story. <coughs> yeah. And then people will just believe it for no reason. People are idiots. Idiots. <laughs> just stupid. But um, I'm also Jamaican, and I think Caribbean Wait, people. how does this connect? <laughs> Jamaican people are so funny. Oh, okay. I was like, to say, you were about to say they're liars. I was like, wait a minute. I'll plead the fifth. <laughs> but they're so funny naturally. Like, yeah. I feel like. People are always telling me me and my family are like a show, and I'm like, we're just natural. Like the comedic timing is just it's just there. It's just there. Wow. Oh no, I'm glad to hear that has <laughs> found its way into into the into the music somehow into the creative process. Um, because there's like funny parts to it, and you can hear like a a playfulness, but then there's also this aspect of like. That feels like a little bit deeper, like the theme of like really wishing well to people who have done you wrong. So I'm interested to hear more about like where that energy comes from, because honestly, it feels like saying fuck you is like the easier and sometimes more fun thing to do. So I'm like asking for a friend. <laughs> how how do you do that? Or like, where does that come from? Honestly, um, the spite and the fucks the fuck yous those happen and it's a lot of it and that happened and like i i'm a capricorn i i'm very 
I think the song was more so about getting past that phase. Like, mm. I think I think it's very valid and important to still feel that because, and I could be being toxic and wrong. <laughs> That's me. But like, I'm this like, is why I'm asking. I'm like, I'm coming you, to you for the answers because <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. If someone wrongs you, do you not behead them? Do you not? Do you not <laughs> oh, go for the gun? My Capricorn Moon says yes. <laughs> um, and then you have a laugh. <laughs> is that what it's about? I've been missing the meaning of the song. I'm like, it's oh, it's all about like being the bigger person. No, like, honestly, laughing it off. <laughs> it's it's about growing into that person. Because, yeah, like it took a long time for me to get to the point where I didn't think about certain situations or think about my fucking ex and think violent thoughts. You know what I mean? And then there was a point around when I wrote Funny Girl where it was just like, this is kind of funny as fuck. Like, why did that happen? It was like, also, and this is very on, on brand with my personality, but I really was thinking like, Kind of like it's fun. It's like funny in a like silly way. Like everything that has happened to me that has caused pain or like anything that I feel like I had to get through mm-hmm. always taught me some sort of lesson and was always like I've a lot of the lessons that I didn't see when I was in pain I've seen now and like. I've learned a lot. So then when I think about all of the good things I've gotten now and all of the pain I was in, it's just genuinely funny. And then also, I'm like the baddest bitch. Like, I, I have so much, uh, it's just I'm me. Je ne sais quoi. Exactly, exactly. I'm just me. So it's just kind of like, that's funny as fuck. Why would you try to play me? Yeah, yeah. You have to have a laugh. Oh, wow. Okay, I see what you're saying. So are you comfortable then sharing, like, what was the main or biggest lesson you took away from that last relationship? Um, damn. Trust your gut always, I feel like. Or, like, not even trust your gut. Just go with, yeah, trust your gut. Go with your emotions and don't stick around or feel stuck when you're unhappy because yeah yeah, like you can I feel like I don't know if it was being young or just like when you're in a relationship for a long time you or when you live with someone like when it's very deep you kind of feel like damn all that for what yeah you're kind of like uh like was it a waste of time like did I waste my time and I mean you didn't you learned lessons and whatnot but if I had not felt the need to, like, also the curse of society's viewpoint on single people, especially when you're young, I feel like people are so, like, I need to find a mate. Yes, they're just ready. Way so much emphasis on romantic romantic love. And as of late, like, in this, in in my healing phase, I've, like, kind of strayed away from that and been very much focused on self-love and, like, my relationship with my family and my friends and just finding things I like to do in life and just learning more about myself and all that. And my life has been so much better because yeah. of that. And like, oh, beautiful. Love <laughs> to see it on the other side. I'm like, yes, everyone yeah, break up with their toxic. Ex. That's the thing. If you break up and, and if you don't like, I swear I was there for a whole year, like kind of right after college, I was like, this is not it. But yeah. I was like, I already live here and I'm ready with them. Like, and then I'll be single. Mm. And now I'm not there. I, 
a novel with them and Whole I'm new single life. and I love it. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. It's it's really easy, especially when you've been with someone for a long time, to feel stagnant and like stuck. And so I just love hearing stories of people come out on the other side of that because like I was definitely there at one point and it's sometimes it felt like just the fear or anxiety around the pain of uh, like separation after being yeah. together for so long is w- w- was like the deterrent for so long. Like I, me and this person probably should have been broken up like a year prior Same. and it was not, it was, it was not it, but you know, yeah. that's, that's why we have this. That's why we have this, like, you know, um, that's a part of the healing process. And I feel like really grateful to be able to talk about it with you because Tittle. there was like a time that I could not talk about it at all. I couldn't talk about it with anyone, you know, and it, it just, it, I feel that heavy. It's, it's not like, I feel like it's very taboo to talk about. Like when you go through a breakup, even though your friends are very much there for you and all of that stuff, like nobody really wants to talk about like the separation and like yeah. the, 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 the like, ugly it took details. Me, it took me how many, so long, half a year almost to actually cut them off after breaking up. Yeah. And like, I mean, you don't always have to do that. You can be friends with your ex if you're dumb or whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, it's all, also it's a time, it's, it's a long process. Yeah. Well, um, so do you see, like, writing music as a part of, like, your healing process or if you could, like, talk more about your, your process of writing? Yeah. So it's definitely become more involved with my healing process. And, like, there was a point where I was just writing these freestyles that were fun and, like, I feel like had good, like, rhymes and clever things in it, but they weren't connected to me emotionally at all. So Funny Girl was the first time I actually put emotions into something wow. and like released it which was a lot yeah. and very scary and like I feel like sometimes I can deflect with humor which is kind of like the theme of the song oh, but also you're really unpacking it for us I love it I'm like you know we're getting into it yeah can you restate the question yes that I was just talking about? I have ADHD um I'm just interested in hearing more about your writing process yes. like how do you when you sit down to write a song like what it is that you're thinking about or like what inspires you or like is it, af- you know, is it, like, being totally by yourself or, like, around other people or, like, when you see someone else's work or just have to be in a vacuum, that kind of thing? Um, I, I really like being totally, like, in my own space where I can't be interrupted and just kind of, like, I have a pen and a paper usually. Now I use, sometimes I'll use I- iPad, Apple Pencil. But, um, literally, I had this big book, and I would just kind of write, and I would listen to it usually stems from me listening to music and like musicians I really like and I'll just honestly be like standing like I'll hear a line I'll be like that is so good I want to write something so good and then I will just start writing and honestly it's usually either I'm like writing a freestyle to like an instrumental of a song I like that inspired me or I'll go beat shopping and like listen to a bunch of beats and then I'll start like mumbling to it and mm. like, flushing it out. Oh, okay, that's cool. Like I know that some people are like, yeah, I write first and the beat comes after. Like I need to have the music, but it sounds kind of like intertwined. Yeah, it, exactly that. I'm trying to. I was speaking with like a music peer, and they suggested they were like, you have such a unique voice. Like 
they suggested I try to build from my voice and like build the beat and the song from that. So that's kind of my next wheelhouse of what I'm going to try to do. But oh, nice. For now, I really like, I don't know, something about listening to the beats. Like, you'll just hear words. Like, I'll just hear little things and I'll be like, oh, okay. Oh, that's really cool. So you, you too mentioned like listening to music that you like or like um, music that from people who or other, other artists that inspire you. Who would you say are some of like your most or your foremost uh, creative influences? It doesn't have to just be musicians or just like all around. Um, Honestly, hmm. I mean, it goes without saying Beyonce. Like as an artist, as a woman person I'm very inspired by her all the time um Callie Uchis, I adore her like yeah, me too her music everything I, everything she's she, just such a multi-talented artist so multi-talented and like so genuinely talented like there are a lot of artists that I really like I just love music so like I love most music out there but she just is so intentional with like her melodies, her harmonies, and just, yeah. I feel like I watched a YouTube video of her recording some song, some, like, cover, and I... Oh, you gotta send it to me. I, I will. I, yeah. <laughs> You're like, it's in my save. <laughs> it's the way that I'm... It's my I favorite. It. I love... Yeah, so Cali Uchis, um, I'd say I'm heavily influenced by... Okay, so in terms of rap, like, for a rapper, Biggie... Mm-hmm. I listened to Biggie and Eminem a lot <laughs> around the same time yeah. as a teen. And I feel like that's when I started thinking, like, and Nicki Minaj, like, when she had first come out in, like, the late 2000s. Yes. And, yeah. Like, Shout out to the Beam Me Up Scotty return yeah. to Spotify. <laughs> or stream, streaming. Well, not return, but first time ever. Oh, yeah. It, it, like, it was, like, the, like, just smart lyrics. And, like, it's just, I find it so poetic. And then... Old school reggae as a music genre yeah. inspires me. And then my dad inspires me because... Oh, is your dad... Um, he, so he has a music label oh, cool. in Jamaica. What? Yeah, PBR Productions. Oh, I did not know. know. What the hell? And I feel like I've always been inspired by him because growing up, like, he's always done this. We had, like, a studio in, like, he built a studio in our garage. Oh, my god, That was cool to, like, you know just see that growing up yeah and like listen to like like even now he's he'll be like listen to this beat and like I played him funny girl and he was like it's good you need to work like it's just <laughs> so funny and so sweet and like I feel like also him working on it and like he's a hard worker he, he's a carpenter and like my dad too oh carpenter <laughs> gang. shout out to gang. the construction <laughs> construction gang, gang. <laughs> um but he's such a hard worker and he still finds time to like be a great dad and a like artists and like a, a pa- passion about music and whatnot he doesn't let that like he doesn't let anything stop him so I feel like this is very inspiring as someone who has had more things like I'm more privileged than he was and he's been doing this and yeah shout outs to fit fabulous that's so cool that's so cool I love that do you think you could work with your dad creatively <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, he's cool. He's a cool Leo. Okay, so okay. I think I could. I think Coming that soon. it'll be a lot like him trying to teach me how to drive, in which I, I'll get anxious. Oh yeah, but yeah. That would be cool. That would be cool. <laughs> the collab of lifetime. the collab. I love it. Um, so we we talked a little bit about this before, but 
like, again, asking for a friend. Um, <laughs> I'm someone who really actually struggles with sharing their work and their art. Like, even with this podcast, I've been really excited. And, like, sort of how it came to be is that, like, I got this, like, grant to do it from this collective that I'm a part of. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. But um, I've been really focused on the production of it and just been, like, recording, I think you're episode number 12. Oh, and just, like, backlogging a lot of content and, like, kind of still ruminating about the release. Like, part of me wants to um, start putting out episodes around the time of my 25th birthday. It feels commemorative, but, like, I'm really scared. I'm a Capricorn moon, too. Like, I'm very guarded and I'm very, like, this feels very precious to me. This is my creative baby. So I was wondering what advice you would give. Because it also feels like... um Haters are referenced in Funny Girl. <laughs> so what, what advice would you give to someone who, like, wants to put themselves out there or has to deal with people, like, wishing ill upon them? Yeah. Ugh, you need that evil eye, yeah. you know, bracelet or something. <laughs> but first of all, this is such a dope idea. Oh, like, thank like, you. There's, <laughs> like, honestly, you could put this out in an hour and people will eat this shit up. Oh, my God. So <sighs> <laughs> that okay all the fear and anxiety <laughs> melted away that was all i needed to hear to be honest like that kind of support and though and like people being honest about that in a nice way really helped me to be comfortable in putting things out and like being more vulnerable like on the internet yeah also being stuck inside because i think it was maybe a month into the pandemic or not even a month into it, it was the first time i released something mm -hmm. and I was kind of like if someone doesn't like it what are they gonna do fight me over yeah. Instagram like yeah. so I was like I'm no one's gonna see me outside yeah know? which is different because now we are more so outside but also people are nicer than you think and like are more than like like no one is going to comment usually to to make fun of you or to bother you or like my biggest fear you. someone's <laughs> like hey this kind of sucks <laughs> no um but also, even if they do, like, they're losers. Like, to, to actively hate someone doing something that is cool. And, like, even if it's not your thing, like, they're still going for their own thing and they're working towards it. Has nothing to do with you. To hate on something is to be a loser. So I think that kind of makes me feel cooler than them. Yeah. And, like, also, it's so fulfilling. Like, it's very valid to work your art and to keep it internal and not share it but it's very very fulfilling to like share it and have it be like received in a in, like people like it or even when like I've, I've posted raps on tiktok and someone commented on one and was like i like this i, I like i think you can do stuff but i don't like this beat for you like it just seems too fast and honestly it was like Dang, I just got constructive criticism. Yeah. On but it's like, that's nice. And like, Helpful. I, exactly. And I quickly realized that all, most of the feedback you're going to hear and see is going to be positive, which is going to kind of push you to keep going forward. And anyone kicking and hating in their group chats are going to stay there. And they're just going to be kind of like embarrassed because you're not talking about them. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. This That was a pep talk I needed. <laughs> like, I feel dead inspired right now. So like, thank you. Thank of you. Of course. Please do. Like, 
I'm, you know what, we're, we're chugging along. I'm, I'm working up to it, you know. That's why I gave myself this end-of-year deadline yeah. to, to sort of, like, build up to it. And it's a process. Yeah, it is. And, and definitely with each episode and each person who is, like, willing to, like, do this with me, I'm like, okay, like, this could exist as a thing of its own. This, like, truly don't doubt yourself. Like, this is a very dope idea and process. <sighs> Thank you. And, like, it's it's going places. It's but I also feel don't it. rush yourself. Bring like, it in, yeah. Because it takes like I was writing raps for I was like doing it actively for like a year before I even wanted to. Like I kept saying I should release something. I should put something on Instagram. I was just so nervous. Yeah. And once you start doing it, it's nerve wracking the first couple of times. But I put out things that I think are worse than things I put out after and be like things that I'll be like that was kind of bad or I don't think that's that good mm. and people still didn't like there are things that no one comments on or like, you know what I mean yeah you get different feedback from different things but I feel like it more so informs how you work and you won't be as hurt or like there's nothing to fear yeah so. that's the beauty of putting it out there I guess yeah Jeez, I can't believe we talked. Can you believe we're talking for over an hour now? Wow. Our time is coming to a close. But before we do close, um, as you know, each episode of this podcast has an accompanying playlist. Obviously, at the top of the playlist, we're going to have Funny Girl. Okay. But I was wondering if you give <laughs> yeah, some. I know, that's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> number one. Um, if you have any recommendations for other songs that um, should be added. I do. I do. Let's hear them. Okay, so. I'll, I'll just spit them out. Rise by Tyler, the creator, mm. off his new album. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's called Interference, actually. I want to get this right. Yeah, no worries. Look it up. Yeah, Interference by Thames. I, I <gasps> oh, yes. Wait, did you hear that Justin Bieber uh, popped uh, the fucking essence dry? I was I like, was who like, asked for no. this? I was like, you're ruining Tainted. The- Tainted. Like, I just pretended it didn't happen. Did like, you listen to it? No. I Like, I someone played a clip from Twitter, and it hurt my I was like, oh, God. it was like, I don't know what he said. I, th- I think he said, I don't need no other body. He said something like that, and I was like, pain. <laughs> like, I hated that. Like, Peaches, you did your thing on that. Yeah. Stay there. Yeah. I understand maybe Wizkid and Thames needed, like, they were like, we're going global. Yeah, but it was already boosted. It was already boosted. It was like, like everyone's song, song of the summer. Perf- it was yeah. the song of It is. Justin Bieber, that didn't happen. Justin Bieber is canceled. Okay, so yes. we have Interference by Thames. I haven't heard that one, but I'll, I'm looking it's forward to so looking it up good. after. It's so good. Um, Give us one more. That and. Hmm, Bad Card by Bob. Nice, nice. I love it. I can't wait to, and we'll have to collab like more on the playlist. Oh, how I love making playlists. So yes. Okay. I, good. Good. It's a favorite pastime of mine as well. Okay. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in. Before we go, do you have any closing thoughts? Anything you'd like to share? Anything that you're working on? Well, first, um, this was so fun. <laughs> I know Thank you for fun, having right? me. Of course. Y'all of better course. keep watching the show yes. because I will be tuned in. Honestly. Maybe I'll start a Twitter hashtag. Oh, or, my and God. And we'll, we'll, we'll watch it live. We'll, we'll discuss. Um, but, yeah, thank you for having me. This was so fun. I This is my first podcast thing, which... I feel honored. Honestly, I feel honored. <laughs> that, that Like, this is so Yeah, dope. it's a fun little... And, yeah, stay tuned. Uh, there's some music on the way. 
some some good things on the way. I'm excited. I'm ready. TT bars. Love it. Love to hear it. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll catch you guys next.